This episode of Good Times Great Movies is sponsored by Deborah M. And if you think the M stands for McCambridge, you'd be right. If you think Deborah is my wife, you'd be wrong. She hasn't listened to a single episode of this podcast. Deborah is my mom. That's right, folks. My mom not only listens to this podcast, but gives us money for it. I like to think of it as an allowance that I don't have to take out the garbage to receive. So thank you so much, Mom. I can tell you this face to fit. You're not that far away. I can literally drive to your house. It's like 10 minutes away and tell you this. So maybe I'll do that. But anyway, everybody, my mother thinks I'm talented. If you would like to donate to this podcast and have a little intro where I talk about you, um, probably not being my mother, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash goodtimesgreatmovies. If you do not want to support us on a monthly basis and you want to do a one-time donation, uh, you can donate to us on PayPal. Just reach out on Twitter or Facebook and I will give you the information uh, needed to be able to do that. That's the other thing. We always forget to talk about contacting us uh, during the episode. We get so caught up in what witches of Eastwick we're talking about. Um, but follow us on Facebook and um, find us on Twitter at GTGMcast. Okay, let's move on with the episode. A film starring three of Hollywood's biggest actresses at the height of their career that doesn't make a single attempt to pass the Bechdel test. Jamie? Yes? Let's go watch The Witches of Eastwick. everyone to another episode of good times great movies it is here that uh we speak about <laughs> movies that are from the 80s we share our thoughts on them we walk through them it's a mm -hmm. delight sometimes the walk is a delight the movie not so much other times the movie's a delight and our walk is stumbly because we're so excited tonight what will we reveal or today i don't know the time of day you're listening <laughs> We don't know the day or the year. You're going to be listening five years from now. Right? You'll be like, it was so tragic that the two of them died so young. And, oh. and, and we're predicting this right now. Now you're really creeped out when you're listening to this. I totally. <laughs> if you don't know who we are, it's Jamie Lorello and Doug McCambridge here to talk about these. I was going to say prosthetic, but that's not the right word. Prosthetic. No, you're thinking prosthetic. That's a false leg. <laughs> I mean, it could be. We could be the false leg of the 80s movies or the the rubber arm of the 80s movies. But the rubber not. arm? <laughs> Is that what they give people? Just these floppy, gumby arms? <laughs> if you are a listener with a prosthetic appendage, we apologize. <laughs> But I just imagined you, the listener, running right. down the street with an arm just flopping around. Just a gumby around, arm. Just hitting a gumby other arm. people and yourself as you run down the street. 
Because that's what you got. That's what you got to work with. <laughs> All right. We have do we have nothing. any housekeeping we, we or have anything? Nothing to discuss because no I, We got to get into. We got to get into this cauldron, if you will. Was there any cauldrons in this movie? No, they did there a big wasn't pot enough. At the end. There wasn't enough witchiness in this That's movie. That's what I thought. There was Jesus. not enough witchery. I expected a little more. There was like tangs of like, I don't know, like every now and then Michelle Pfeiffer would point out, did you see that? We all thought the same thing. Did you feel that? It's real windy out and we're all together. <laughs> but there did, was... you, did you hear that? We were in a speech. It was really boring. And we all thought this is really boring. <laughs> I wish it wasn't so boring, and then it and rained. then it rained. So crazy, <laughs> crazy stuff. <laughs> they played tennis for four hours in the oh, middle yeah. of this movie. How about that intense tennis game? <laughs> That's when the music, the music, the uh, the magic is is sort of displayed. The other- tennis game was in a movie where a lady like barfs <laughs> up. 18 pounds of cherry pits. The tennis game was the craziest part of this movie. Did you notice what they were wearing? Did you notice Susan Sarandon's slutty little tennis outfit? Yes. And that Cher was playing tennis in overalls and pigtails? (laughs) Cher? I'm not sure what Cher thought she was going to. Although she was riding her bike there. So, I mean... I don't know if she thought she was going to do some light gardening. Cher's hair should never be put in pigtails. That looked the least, that looked so (laughs) unnatural. (laughs) I like how at one point, once they're all fully witched, they all have that curly hair. They all have the insane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I didn't. Like Michelle Pfeiffer, I think even didn't, Michelle Pfeiffer gets some curls at the end. Yeah, but she didn't have much of a physical transformation until she gets herpes for some reason near the oh, end. Oh yeah, of the what movie. was that on her face? Was it supposed to be herpes? Is that what it is? When she answered the door and she's behind a screen, I'm like, is there something wrong with her? Or does, is the lighting yeah, just like, weird? Did, was she eating a jelly sandwich before she answered? Because I know she's got a lot of kids and she she has so many kids. How can so she stay many. at his house that long? It, it appeared in the middle of this movie. They were in his house all the time. Who's taking care of those kids? <laughs> well, they seem to take care of each other. And at first, I didn't... Okay, so I know what they're trying to set us up at first because we see Cher seems like a single mother. Um, and Cher's character is Alex, Alex right? Yes. Wait, first, let's talk about the director of this movie is oh, George okay. Miller, who mm-hmm. directed every single Mad Max thing ever made like the most recent one and the original one like Mm -hmm. and everything in between and he directed this and babe pig in the city wow (laughs) how'd we go off the rails he is a prolific director i don't know how this fits in with babe pig in the city might make more sense (laughs) than this movie (laughs) although i've never seen it so I might yeah, have to go right. check it out. <laughs> I hope Babe Pig in the City is just a movie about a pig eating cherries for an hour and a half. <laughs> so let's let's get into our three witches, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Three, Cher. three, really three ladies at first that are just kind of bitter. Yeah, That's what they are. It's, at first. it's interesting. This was 1987. Cher is second build in this movie behind okay. Jack Nicholson. I mean, she does have a pretty big part, but that surprised me. Like, Susan Sarandon and Michelle Pfeiffer were, I mean, they were box office, I don't know about gold, but 
you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't think that Cher... Was this, didn't she kind of have a little phase where all of a sudden people were like, what? Because she, she is good in it. I mean, for... I think... She and... It's weird to say that, that Michelle Pfeiffer was the worst one in this, but I thought yeah. that she and Susan Sarandon were much better, or they had better parts or something. Yeah. Like, Michelle Pfeiffer was kind of a boring character. Yeah, she was. She, yeah. But what was her name? What was her character's name? Suki. 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 Her name's Suki, and all these people flip out about Jack Nicholson's character's <laughs> foreign name. <laughs> it sounds foreign. I think it's European. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's a crazy, crazy name. That's true. And I'm like, your name Daryl is Daryl Von something. <laughs> exactly. It's just like Van Horn. Like that's first not... name Suki, mind oh, you. Yeah, not... Suki. Suki Ridgemont. <laughs> it's not a good name. Oh, she's a she's a, a journalist though, yeah, writer for yeah. local paper or something. Right? I thought she was like an organic farmer at the beginning of this movie. Cause... I thought they were all some sort of like homestead school teachers. Yes, like, I when thought they, they were, were at the meeting. There were just going to be these three hippy dippy ladies. Yeah. Like yeah. Cher isn't a sculptor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. Um, um, Fertility gods or something? Yeah, uh, yeah. I love it when they're like, "Oh, somebody came in and bought all of them." Like, That's a weird thing to do. Like, you know. Okay, so we have our three witches. We have our right. Alex, the 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 Alex, Cher. Alex the Potter, Cher. Alex the Potter, Cher. Um, our breeder, I guess. Michelle Pfeiffer has like a hundred blonde. Yeah, kids. she's she's got all these kids, and she they she all works for to the be paper. The same age, too. yeah, they do. <laughs> it looks like she had triplets and maybe twins at some point. Like she had a very busy two-year span of her yep. life. Mm-hmm. Um, and she lives like on a farm. Like they all live in this small town, right? Oh, and then there's um, Susan Sarandon's character who is Jane, I believe her name is. Her and name she is Jane. plays the cello and I guess she's the music teacher for the school? For the elementary school, I guess. The elementary school orchestra? Yeah, but that creepy pervert's like, I wish we could keep you on full time. Yeah. And then grabs right. her ass and he's like, Yeah, we talk awkward. About it later. It's very strange. Very but, awkward. Yeah. Yes. Those are those are our main players of the main ladies. Jamie, how many yeah. um how many people who aren't white do you think were in this movie? Uh, oh. do you think it was over or under one half? Oh boy, I did not see anybody other than <laughs> nope, a, yeah, not, not a one. All. I'm trying to think. Was there? Well, what was? What's his assistant? What background is that guy? Oh, I that don't guy. know because <laughs> he dressed like he was from India or China half the time. Yeah. <laughs> he was an odd character. That guy is great. That guy, first of all, he's in. He was in Twin Peaks, but oh. also he played Lurch in the Adams Family movies. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, he's very Lurchy. I could see that. Very Lurchy. He was always fun. Every time he popped up, I'm like, okay, well, at least this guy's in this scene. Maybe he might do something fun. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> he was nice. It was a nice. Um, so these ladies right, so- live in this town. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a small town. Apparently everybody knows each other, and... Right, at one point, we see the sign for the town, and there is, there's like 6,000 people that live in this town, but apparently mm-hmm. the whole town is there to listen to a speech, um, but there's like 100 people sitting yeah, there. Yeah, I didn't know what that was about. I didn't know if it was, a, like, again, a school ceremony, and that's when I thought in the beginning they were all school teachers, um, but then, yeah, it's the whole 
town or it's a town speech about yeah. family values, right? It, right. I don't know what it was about because he's like, this town was founded. I'm like, oh, well, maybe it's a bicentennial. But he kind of, he doesn't say anything. He just talks. Yeah, yeah. And it's super boring. And this guy, Mm -hmm. like, he looks skeevy. Creepy, yeah. He's got a creepball look about him. His beard looks fake. Like, I mean, I'm (laughs) sure it was real, but it really does look like. It looks like one that would just hook around his ears. (laughs) When he takes it off. I thought he I thought he was like a school principal. But again, if we look at it more like this is the town, I guess yeah, he's the town mayor. Because I didn't know what was going on cuz she's I, yeah. practicing with an elementary school band. Yeah. Who yeah. I suppose is the only band in this town since they're playing this important event. Yeah, yeah, this important <laughs> small town event. Yeah. But then yeah. she's playing the cello later with like five other people. In what Adults. appears to be some sort of orchestra. Yeah. They're sitting there. They're listening to him drone on. They're really bored, as is everyone. And sure. it starts insanely storming. Oh, yeah. The clouds, the wind, it all starts to pick up. And it's raining. Here we have a storm on our hands. Yeah. Everybody runs. But he's still talking, which I thought was kind of fun. Yeah, he's I thought that, too. Everybody's he was scattering. like, oh, still got some stuff to say. It's just a storm. <laughs> It's not like a light drizzle. So now we get to know our characters because I guess every Thursday, as they say, they hang mm-hmm. out. They hang out and they play some cards and they, they eat drink cheese whiz. And, they have oh. crackers. And these ladies, you look at them, they're clearly eating a lot of cheese whiz <laughs> and drinking a lot of martinis. At one point, I think Susan Sarandon even said something like, oh, how many calories are in these? I'm like, you three are the skinniest people ever. I don't think that's what you guys have to worry about. Yes, Cher's waist is so tiny in this. Um, They all are. But they're having having their girls' night, right? And they kind of enjoy it. Like, it's their only time that they – they kind of say that this is the only time that they enjoy, which is weird because Cher's just, like, making – Making art. Making art. Yeah. What's her name? Has five kids. I guess they're a bunch of shits because she doesn't even, (laughs) she never says a nice word about them in this movie. (laughs) She doesn't say anything bad about them. She never even acknowledges that she has children. No, she does. Well, because this is when they, they, we find out there a little bit about their backgrounds. Oh, yes. So her husband left her with her five or six children. Right. Kind of knocked her up. She's, and she's very fertile. She lets everyone know that. Of course. (laughs) Um. Susan Sarandon can't have children, right? I think that's her deal. She can't get pregnant. And she's also been... Oh, yeah. Her divorce was just finalized just that day, right? She was celebrating her divorce. Because the the creepy guy even says, like, hey, did your divorce come through? (laughs) She's like, all right, creepo. It sure (laughs) did. And he's really excited. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. When he's rubbing her tush. Um and Cher's husband died. We're died. meant to think that she had a good, maybe decent relationship with him, but he died. Oh, right? I was going to say she may have had a role in that death. Oh, maybe, maybe. That's true. That's true because they did make up that doll and that whole bit. Yeah. Um, this is where the movie, in my opinion, goes off the rails. And we're literally 10 minutes into it. <laughs> because I assume that this movie was going to be some feminist piece. I thought so, too. I thought so, too. And quite the opposite. All these ladies do is talk about men. 
I want a man. We need a man. We yeah. gotta. What's he gonna be like? And they describe yeah. their perfect man. They don't. They never go more than five seconds in this movie without talking about men. When it's just them, it, it's it's insane that anyone who is a woman would enjoy this movie. And that sounds terrible because I don't know. Maybe you liked it, but it's oh. at every turn. It seemed to be the most insulting thing <laughs> ever. And even at the end when I thought, maybe. Even at the end, they're like, do you miss him? Yeah, I miss him. Yeah, yes, I be- know. I was like, I what are you doing? I know. I know. It's And to have these three <sighs> women together, like these three strong actresses, they were, they had, they were playing their roles well. That's, there wasn't enough witchery for me and there wasn't enough i guess for lack of a better girl power for me right in this movie that i expected i had never seen it um i was excited to watch it because i was like oh yay yeah. witches woo <laughs> and um there was a lot of evil jack nicholson but i don't know evil ja- i think that's just jack nicholson like i imagine that if you were just to sit down and talk to jack nicholson He'd be like the guy in this movie. That's what he sounds like all the time. All the oh, time. He's screaming yeah. and yelling and stomping his feet. And making the exaggerated statements to Every point. line in this movie was either whispered or screamed. <laughs> and there was no in-between with his character. <laughs> so these ladies describe their perfect man And as they're describing this and there's a storm, we cut back and forth between their girl's night and a car driving into town. Black car driving through town. So this is where there's suddenly a concert because Jane is playing a concert where, again, the entire town congregates to this concert. And during her performance, there is loud snoring slash growling. He also growls in this movie. (laughs) He does. Yeah, there's the sound of a of a sleeping werewolf, I guess. Is what... <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, he was also in that movie Wolf with Michelle Pfeiffer where he was oh, a werewolf. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> with Pfeiffer, that's true. Yeah. But, yeah, so he's snoring in the back of this concert, drawing attention to himself. But And he falls out of the chair. He falls out of the right? chair and doesn't even immediately wake up. Like, he hits the ground and lays there for another yeah. two or three seconds. And then wakes up. And then gives an enthusiastic clap applause, right? To Susan Sarandon walking right up to her. If you like if you like Jack Nicholson and have never seen this movie, you gotta watch this movie immediately. Oh yeah, you'll enjoy it. It's just like having a big old cup of Jack. Oh, he's you know? just Nicholsoning it up at oh. every turn. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's um it's interesting. Nobody so this is obviously the new guy, werewolf in town, and um, nobody can remember his name, right? They're all talking about him, and they're like, what is his, what's his name? And this is a what? weird time in the movie where I was like, are we supposed to think that he put a curse on everybody to not remember his name? Yeah, because yeah, it yeah. literally is everybody going, and I met him at the grocery store. He's yeah. such a nice man. He lives in this house. Oh, he right. was so flamboyant and amazing. He was super handsome. He seemed very charming have... and fun. What's his name? 
I don't know. I just remembered it. I just had it. What's his yeah. name? I don't know. I had they his don't. name. I thought I knew what it was. And every <laughs> single person says this. Yeah, it's the same line they all give. Like, I don't know. I, I, I'm really good with memory, but not for his name. Oh, my goodness. Now, who is... Okay, so there's another couple. Now, is he the mayor and his crazy wife? Who I really enjoyed her character. She though, was I tell you. so much fun. If this movie was just she and Cher, <laughs> I'd be all about it. <laughs> but who was she supposed to be? She's like the main. She's like a a notable townswoman, right? Essentially, she's married her name to is Felicia. But I don't like her husband runs the newspaper that right. Michelle Pfeiffer works for. Ah, uh, right, right, right. And these people seem to carry some influence, but I didn't understand why she was a target of Jack Nicholson. I think... Or or the girls or whoever. I, well, they didn't. I guess you're supposed to believe, like, obviously she had a very um, spiritual sort of religious connection to the, the, the town or... Like, she sensed something was not right from when he came to town. Right. She was against, you know, she she sensed that he was kind of evil. And so then... So you just make her the town preacher, right? Like, that's what they should have done. Yes. But instead, she's just this lady. Like the town nut. She becomes the town (laughs) nut, right? Very quickly. (laughs) Yeah. She's her scene was like... Oh, man. She's got some good screams that she lets out. Yeah, I enjoyed Um, uh, pretty much every time she was on screen because I was like, this is going to be fun. (laughs) Well, she, the, her, so he puts this, since he's got a target on her back, the first thing he does is she falls backwards. Well, Michelle Pfeiffer remembers his name. Oh, right, right, right. While her pearls, while she pulls her necklace off. Oh, my God. For whatever reason. And a necklace has, what do you think? 40 beads, maybe? (laughs) Hundreds of beads. Just rolls out, yeah. Cover the floor. Mm hmm. And these beads are dangerous. They will make you slip and fall, even though they're tiny little pearl beads from a necklace. And that poor. Alicia falls down the steps. <laughs> and her Alicia. bone is sticking out of her leg. Did you see her that? Her whole torso is turned. Oh. Her torso is turned in this weird twist. and Breaks her leg. Breaks the leg, yeah. Smash cut to Cher on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> well, her legs are working just fine. I think I can watch she Cher ride a bike leg. all day long. <laughs> <laughs> she is very good, right? Yes, so she rides a bike because, of course, she's curious about this crazy guy who clapped and started screaming and yelling and growled uh, during the concert. Well, and she finds out that he bought all of her uh, booby dolls, Oh, yes, she does. Yes. And then she takes this bike ride and (laughs) and meets Jack Nicholson, who is wearing rain boots and a smoking jacket. Is it a smoking jacket? Is it a robe? I guess a robe and a smoking jacket are kind of similar. It is super shiny, though. It's very, very iridescent. All of his outfits in this movie are insane. At one point, he's wearing a pink coat. No, like a pink robe over a a pink jacket. Yeah. Over a a white shirt and and billowy white pants. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he, he is 
he's got some fashion. Oh, what about when they go to lunch? Okay, so he invites her to lunch. How about the fake backdrop behind them of, like, the mansion and where they are? It looks so phony baloney. Like, there's clearly... It it looks crazy. And yeah. they're eating seafood, and we see mm-hmm. almost like like a metallic crab or lobster did you see that thing oh yeah yeah and i was like is that what they just ate or is that a decoration i think it's like a display because i didn't i did not know but this is where we meet his butler whatever this guy oh yeah yeah oh harold i don't remember his name oh i don't know his name a few times yeah he says that he has a really big penis and ladies are totally (laughs) into him (laughs) like, yeah, this why? movie gets more vulgar than you think it's going to get. Very least, quickly, too. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Cher is doing a great job. Like, all throughout these scenes, she's doing a great job because she is just laughing at Jack yeah. Nicholson's performance, I think. <laughs> <laughs> because he's trying to seduce her and she is having none of it. Right, right. And she's- it's really kind of funny. Yeah, it's kind of the what you wanted to see is that she's the yeah. strong woman that can avoid all his lures and temptations. Um, what about his ponytail? What about his terrible like hair ponytail that he has in the back of his what? It's really what? bad because it's like a ponytail, but it doesn't grab all the hair, so it's like a no. ponytail, but then also like a, a mullet. Yes, it's like a mullet it. tail. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to look at. But she does tell him off until he kind of says that her life is garbage <laughs> like he's well like, yeah he gets go in her head yeah shitty life because it's right. terrible yeah but she does call him physically repulsive which i enjoy yeah, yeah. and smelly she calls smelly. him smelly you're not even interesting enough to make me sick i thought yeah. that was pretty good <laughs> <laughs> yeah she kind of rips him one he he's got a lot of big like monologues like like where he kind of like that speech in the beginning where like you say they talk for a long time but he's not really saying anything right or he just is kind of saying mm-hmm. the same thing over again like in, he gets her riled up by telling her just uh, about the role of women and, and and that's another problem with this is that that's what works on these women for the most part mm-hmm. it's just him saying all these crazy vulgar things after he just talks about how great women are and how much better women are than men. I guess that's because because he's meant he we're meant to think he's the devil, right? He's just evil. I didn't and know if he was the devil or just like a witch. Just like a guy. Like witch. a bad witch? Well, well he's, supposedly he's clearly not a good witch. <laughs> <laughs> now the house, P.S. I don't know that it matters that we mention it. It's just part mm-hmm. of the storyline. The house that he's bought and taken over is a house where witches were once burned, right? That's right. how the town tale goes. Um, yeah. I think that's also and one of the reasons always... why that crazy Felicia is like... Right. But anytime yeah. somebody says that to him once and he's like, whatever, witches were burned here? That's crazy. Yeah, Witches yeah, yeah. weren't burned. It was... And then he tells some story about how... I, I don't even know what he says. I don't even know... I couldn't tell you a single thing that Jack Nicholson says in this <laughs> because he, he was just, just yelling and prancing around the whole time. Or he's in ridiculous outfits and you're paying more attention to what the heck he's wearing. Or I would find myself looking at that ponytail or, yeah. And the best yeah, and- is 
in the middle, and you can do this at home. It's a fun game, folks. Start to watch sure. it whenever he's freaking out because halfway <laughs> through his scene, he is sweating. He's out of <laughs> breath like every single time. It's like he can't keep up. I don't know how many takes they did, but he is just done halfway through every scene. He's just out of breath. That's why he has to whisper and take it down. So he can catch his breath so he can then scream till the end again. He puts a lot into this character, into this, uh, what's our character's name again? Daryl Van Daryl, Daryl, The most foreign name (laughs) ever. Daryl is such a country name, isn't it? Like Larry, Daryl, and Daryl or whatever. Yeah, it sounds very simple, let's say. Yeah. I guess it's It's the Van The Van, I think it's the Van part, yeah. But that wow. doesn't even make me think foreign. That makes me think like wealthy, like Martha's Vineyard, like the oh, we're uh, going yes, to have yes, dinner yes. at the Van Horns tonight. Yes, yes. Uh. <laughs> so after well, he, I guess, beds share. Oh, did yeah, you want to talk more about that? No, no, I just wanted okay. to get that out there. We do meet Felicia again. We visit <laughs> Felicia in the hospital. <laughs> this is when her husband is feeding her mashed potatoes. Now her leg is broken, not her arms. But he's feeding her mashed potatoes. <laughs> so that the more upset she gets, the more he's, like, force-feeding her. And now she's, like, practically spitting mashed potatoes everywhere. She is as talking getting... as he's mushing them against her mouth. <laughs> and first I was like, is he feeding her soup because she's sick? And then you see it's, like, a thick white consistency, like a mashed potato or oatmeal or something. Yeah, I thought it was um, soup, too. And then it's, like, it's all <laughs> brown. It's, like, brown and white. And it's I'm weird like... that he's feeding her. Like, she broke her legs, not her hands. She can feed herself her own soup. Yeah, I think there's something wrong with this couple. <laughs> oh. Well, she's very paranoid, though, right? This is when she's... And I like it. So she's paranoid about just... That he's put something evil in her and that the town is this... She knows something's up, but she's hyper crazy paranoid about it. And I like it when the husband questions the hospital. Like, yeah, she's really kind of out of it. She's. Like, they say it's because she broke the bone marrow. And a yeah. bone marrow break will make you a little crazy for a little bit. She'll be all right. It's just when you break the marrow on your bone, your crazy triggers go off in your brain. And also, Felicia... We don't meet her before she's crazy, so I have no idea this is how she's always been. Like, we need a very quick... This movie is two hours long, first of all. Yeah, you it's can't, long. You can't put a quick scene in at the beginning where he walks into, like, I don't know, a general store and looks at her and smiles and, like, his eyes turn red. There. Then she has a right, reason to right. flip her lid. Right. We know she's been, like, yeah. But this lady, the moment you meet her, she seems insane. Yeah. And she's got no reason. Like, no other townsperson <laughs> is is leery of this man. They're like, he's friendly. He bought the house. Da-da-da. She's the only one that can't, just can't wrap her little head around it. Yeah. Now, Michelle Pfeiffer comes, right, with flowers to bring her. And she flips out at Michelle Pfeiffer. Right? <laughs> she just starts yelling she's and just screaming. She's just screaming at her. And Michelle Pfeiffer's like, well, okay. She's just kind of walks back out. <laughs> then we have Jane. We have we go Jane. Go back to Jane, our cello player. She she practices that damn cello so hard, she cuts her little finger, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and yes, and in this movie, Susan Sarandon looks like the typical. The she looks like she lives 
in Little House on the Prairie. Like yes, she has hair pulled back. big glasses. Her hair is so tight and yeah. she's wearing skirts that go to the floor. Yeah. And everything's like a sweater with giant buttons on it, <laughs> buttoned up to her chin. Yes. Yeah. But then she meets, she gets her one-on-one now mm-hmm. with, uh, I was going to call him Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne <laughs> the Rock Nicholson. More, ex- right. more exotic name. <laughs> Dwayne Van Horn. I kind of <laughs> like that. She gets her time with Daryl, and Daryl sort of brings out the passion in her, right? He he plays a little violin for her. She's in love with the way he plays, and um, he tells her she's great. You know, she plays great, but she's not good with the bow, I think, is his criticism, his right. critique. And then he kind of evokes the passion out of her and has her play again with, with passion. There is the most brief moment of physical comedy with Susan Sarandon where she goes to pour him tea <laughs> and she hits her head on the lights. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why that struck me so funny. Like, I never really pictured her as a great comedic actress. I guess I haven't seen her in that much. She's got some good moments in the uh, tennis scene, too, when she's looking back and forth. And the whole time she's talking to him, like when she's pouring the tea and it's spilling out of the cup and it's spilling out of the saucer. (laughs) I I enjoyed enjoyed her character until she turned. Until she turned. But... Yeah, so they're playing. He's teaching her to play the, the bow, and the strings start smoking on yeah, the yeah. cello. Yeah, fire happens, right? Yeah, there's like super sexy time, and the the cello bursts into flames. Yeah, now the cello's on fire. All of a sudden, the cello's on fire. Yeah, obviously, she's been awakened, right? Oh, now we're back to seeing Alex go biking again, right? Did she bike again? <laughs> This is when she has sure. pigtails, right? Yeah, yeah. This is when her and, and Michelle Pfeiffer uh, decide to go for another bike ride. Michelle Pfeiffer's the only one that hasn't met him right. yet or had her interactions exactly. with him yet. So Cher takes her, and when they get there, we see a Susan Sarandon, a Jane's character, has got big curly hair now, red, bright red or orangey colored uh, hair, mm-hmm. and she's in a sexy swimsuit, and she's just sort of enjoying... The day um, at on his land, and and at first Cher's character seems a little bit miffed by this, right? But it doesn't take long because now they have their break the ice tennis match to get (laughs) to. That's what makes it all okay. By the way, that's what makes them accept, I guess, the the polygamy of the relationship. I loved watching Jack Nicholson share. And Susan Sarandon played tennis because I was thinking, I doubt these people have ever played ever tennis. Ever played in real like, life. Yeah. It seems so unnatural for them to have a racket to be on a court. Uh-huh. I mean, maybe Michelle Pfeiffer, maybe she has played a game of tennis in her life. But the rest of Jack Nicholson playing tennis is crazy. What does he wear for this tennis match? What is he wearing? Everything he wears is big and billowy. It's just like yeah. a big, and he wears like a fishing hat. It's like a big floppy yeah, it's like a hat floppy. that like Dorf would wear. Like Dorf goes fishing. <laughs> like one of those. And then just yeah. like a, yeah, everything he wears is big and puffy. I know it's 87, but even his shorts are just big and huge and baggy. Yeah, yeah. Not good tennis gear. Not good tennis material, Again, no. No. the only one prepared to play tennis 
is Susan Sarandon in her tennis outfit? I mean, it is a tennis outfit. That's true. It's true. So when they're playing tennis, oh, I don't yeah. know. It's just it's just a montage of visual effects. Like it's just the balls float. It's like stuck in the air for a long time. Yeah, yeah. They're they're hitting the ball back and forth, back at one point. It stops in front of their faces. Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer hits it with her butt at one point. Everybody else is hitting it with, like, their elbows and doing goofy stuff. I think they realize in through... See, and this is where, again, I wish we had more of this magic. I guess this is when the women realize that they have some power. Because, again, earlier, Michelle Pfeiffer alludes to, like, oh, maybe it's us and our thoughts that made the storm come. Oh, maybe us, us and our thoughts that got this handsome man to come to town. Uh, and now, when they play this tennis game, they actually have some sort of mind control over this ball. But it's kind of just played like goofy. It's I not just really need a like scene where he sits him down and is like, "Listen, I'm a devil thing." Or you three have the power. Yeah, you didn't have powers. I came. I actually gave you these powers. Like you had the right. potential, but but it didn't come out until I was like, I need somebody to explain what the hell is going on in this movie. Yeah, I know, I know, because why else do because they... Because they just seem to accept it. At one point, near the end of the movie, they're like, oh, let's get that big thing. He taught us how to make all these spells. I'm like, when the hell did he teach you that? I never well, saw that. when they that. go to the book, they go to that one book, I'm like, why didn't we see this book earlier? Why wasn't this book referenced when they're making all the, the that wax voodoo doll or whatever right. it is they make it out of. Yeah, why are they making a wax voodoo? Why is any of this happening? And there's just so much time wasted floating in a pool and playing tennis where you can do this stuff. Because after they play tennis and it starts raining, of course, then they just get in the pool. And we're in the pool with them for 20 minutes. Well, we're in the pool. It's interesting. So first they're all three in the pool and then the two of them float away. And we just have Michelle Pfeiffer and Jack Nicholson in the pool, right? Obviously we know what's happening next because he's seduce the other two he's got to seduce right. this one i have right? a i have a question about the next scene can can we talk about the balloons because i don't is know is this what, the pink balloon party what, yeah. what's, what's 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 happening there I, are there are kids there i guess there are her kids it's, it's her kids, for a second and then there's nobody there but she and him what why are all those balloons <laughs> what about that? the fruit cart what about how they're dancing with the fruit cart oh my god you're right and they just dance and they spin around and they eat fruit. I don't, I think this is supposed to be maybe when, since the three of them now have been seduced, they're officially all the witches. Yeah. But again, a pink balloon party, like we could have something way yeah, Oh, yes. cooler, you know? Right. It seems like, did you ever do, I'm just thinking about this now. Did you ever do an exercise like in high school? Where you're writing a story and like you write some of it and then pass it to the person next oh, to you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This seems like this. Like they're playing tennis. Now they're in the pool. There's a <laughs> bunch of kids with balloons. Now it's just them. They're jumping on fruit carts. Like it is just nonsense <laughs> for a real long time. Like this takes forever too. It's like they did it in, for this these couple of scenes. They played a game of Mad Libs. They just right. left out some parts of the script and had like just hey you guys give me a word give me a noun. Give me a thing. A balloon? Balloons? Great. What I color? like it. Yeah. Pink? Great. How many kids? Four. Wait, wait, now they're gone? Okay. Location? Pool. No tennis court. I'll take it. All right. 
It, it's 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 so crazy. And the whole time, too, they're having quote unquote deep conversations, but their conversations are like 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 college freshmen that are really banked talking and thinking they're saying something, but nothing. But nothing I don't know real. what they're talking about. There we come. Uh, there, there, uh, there could be so much more. There, but there's not. Oh, there's so there's much not. potential here, and I feel like I was more disappointed when I read that this was close to the book because I was like, that book must suck. Well, maybe the book explains more of the detail of what's happening. Like, I hope so because, like we said, like there's good ideas here. There's potential, right? But it just spirals into goofiness so quickly that then when it almost tries to be serious, I can't take it seriously. You don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. Well, after they get, um, I guess, whatever, once they graduate into balloon witchery, right, they have a moment where they're all floating or Susan Sarandon's floating from a chandelier or something, and then they all fall in the water and get wet. So now they all have to dry off, and they're sit laying in that weird circle, right, mm-hmm. in their bathrobes, having kind of like girl time. Oh, they're talking about the things that they are scared of dying from or something. Right. And this is weird. When he's videotaping them, he comes out oh, with a video camera. It's very weird. I mean, it's it gets he, weirder later when he's watching it. Yeah, yeah when he watches it, yes. yeah. But he videotapes them. And again, you're like, what's? And again, with these women, like, why are why are they now? They have these great powers, but they still just want to kind of be his bitches. What's? Oh, that's what this is. Are all you about. the bitches of Eastwick or the witches of Eastwick? Right. Let's get yeah. real. At the end of the movie, Jamie, all ladies want is a good man and babies. That's it. That's oh all yeah, you and need babies, to make you happy. Three sons. babies. Yep. Hey, and what a big house! It is nice that they have that giant house to kind of hang out in. That is nice that they have that. I would have liked to have seen a uh, scene where he signs the house over and puts them in a will or something because oh, I don't know how that happened. So we know that <laughs> that it's really theirs. Well, they have his sons. They are the pair of his sons. We do get to see our crazy friend Felicia again, though. Oh, yay. Right? She's in church this, now, right? This is when she starts screaming whores at church. <laughs> oh, I love Felicia. She's so much fun. <laughs> Every time she's on, I'm like, what's this crazy bitch going to do? Now she's screaming about whores and dildos and (laughs) anal sex, right? (laughs) And her poor husband is like, "Uh he's just, he's he's smiling, just like nodding, super uncomfortable, trying to lead her out, being like, oh, she just hasn't been, well, maybe we should go home. <laughs> she broke her her marrow. Yeah, right. You know she how broke that her leg. Goes. This is what happens when you break <laughs> your leg. So now the ladies have changed. Jane is now teaching band in a crop top. <laughs> oh yeah, and like a like a a little tutu. Like yeah, a- yeah, and she's she's just free-spiriting it in a weird way. This oh, is yeah. good for her teaching because she tells yeah. them to throw the sheet music away and they sound amazing. They sound so much better than when they were first playing, yeah. 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 She, she feels, she seems to be confident in her new look, right? Yeah, and we really only see the effect of Jane. Like, we don't, because now right after this, this is when she's shopping. Yeah, right. You know, and she is just... She's strutting her stuff. 
Like, I feel like in the background, it's like, um, like Diamonds on the Soles of Her Shoes is playing or something in the background. She's yeah. just like, yay. She's feeling good. Yeah, this is where we do not need a John Williams score. Half, oh, half yeah, of this yeah. movie, I was like, I feel like I'm watching Home Alone. Every song sounded <laughs> like a Home Alone song. And maybe that too, maybe if they were going to keep the movie more goofy and light, if the soundtrack fit a little more. Exactly. Just, yeah. Yep. Yeah, no doubt. But no. Even though she's feeling herself, you know, you know, feeling good about herself, I should say, at the grocery store, somebody does at the at the when she goes to the checkout, they, they call her a slut, right? Or there's an article about them being like sort of there's an article the about her being right? a slut in the paper, <laughs> right? There's some kind of headline, and everyone like looks at her, and they're like, <laughs> "Exactly." I was like, "Why are you putting that in the paper?" It's a small town. Word gets around. It becomes well. We're meant to find out, though. It's because um, Suki goes to her boss, and it's the because the boss is is married to the crazy Felicia. Right. Felicia made him release that right. information. Exactly. Right? She must have pressured him into writing this article. Right. Right, which now, so now these three women become very angry at Felicia. Right. For making this rumor happen about them. Now, I do have to say, uh, I just want to back up real quick. When she's in the store, after she gets the paper and everything, and somebody, some lady like calls her a slut or whatever, she walks away, and all you hear is dumped in so loud is a woman's voice going, she's not even wearing a bra. The end of the scene, that's it. (laughs) And it's loud, and it sounds really strange. (laughs) But yeah. So we're meant to believe that Felicia pressured her husband to write this article about the three of them going up I there? Guess. I don't... Yeah. I mean, we don't get a chance to read the article in the movie, so we don't no. know what it's about. We don't know. Right, right, right. But yes, the ladies are mad at Felicia. Jack Nicholson, I guess, has been mad at her, cursing giving, cursing her the whole time, I guess. But now it all comes to a head. Now it... Oh, does it? So they... This is when they go back... Did you see the, that bowl of cherries that they're eating from? Did you see it's so huge. <laughs> so many cherries. There's only four of them. You can't eat that many cherries. Did you see the zebra float that he's oh. floating on in the <laughs> Of course I did. It's Jack Nicholson on a zebra floating in a pool <laughs> with a 80-pound bowl of cherries <laughs> on his giant belly. Oh, my goodness. This is again when he sort of evokes them with power, I guess. Although, although, wait, we have to talk about we have to talk about Felicia when she starts to freak out and she's grabbing her crotch and like grinding in the air and talking about how uh, just just how the the evils is going to come and and the sex is going to happen. And it's great she- because the whole time her husband's sitting on a chair with. It's back to her, just kind of going, uh-huh, whatever, you crazy bitch. All right. But she I is. She does this whole, like, weird dance. She grabs her crotch, and then she does. She's also – so they have a power now. When they eat the cherries, the cherry pits get – she starts choking on them. Well, right? she – after she grabs her crotch and runs around, she growls at her <laughs> husband. Do you remember when he was, like, with oh, the fire right. poker? She runs that's over right. to him and is like, rawr, rawr. <laughs> I love Felicia. She's my favorite. 
Oh, and she get then she dry heaves and gags for like. Oh, oh this is so gross. Too. I was, I was grossed out. Like I can watch movies where people's arms and limbs get chopped off uh, with this, the gagging. Yeah, there's so much barfing in this movie. It's <laughs> disgusting. And there's chunky barfs too because it's cherry pits. Yeah, because at yeah, first it's... she's just, like, gagging and, like, one cherry pit will come out. One time a stem <laughs> comes out. But she's gagging and, like, oh. heaving all over their, like, living room. She's like, bleh, bleh. <laughs> like, all over their living room. And she, finally, she, <laughs> it's like projectile <laughs> Hundreds of cherry pits, and her husband goes, "What did you eat?" And she does it again too. It's not like it just happens once; it happens two or three times. When then finally he has enough, though, right? He wow. has yeah. enough. What, what is decide. happening? Is he cursed? What? Or no, has he just I, had enough of this crazy I woman? I think he's just been pushed to the oh limit by God. Felicia's crazy antics. So he kills her with he kills her. He kills her. With with a with a poker from the fireplace, right? Yes. He- Out of no, like this is the part of the movie where I'm kind of laughing but also grossed out from her throwing up. And then her husband <laughs> beats her to death with a fire poker and I'm like, Am I supposed to feel sad? What am I supposed to feel right now? Because they just ate cherries. The witches didn't eat the pits, but somehow the pits got inside this woman. And I it just I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's know. happening. I don't I know. know how to feel about it. It's a very confusing bunch of emotions. And then you're sad because Felicia's going to be gone. Because Felicia's gone. That's what... That's how I... My takeaway. Oh, I it. was... Yeah, <laughs> just forget the rest of this movie. It doesn't matter. Jack Nicholson later turns into a giant. Who cares? Felicia's not there. Oh, whatever. Crazy is that? In the backyard. So oh. around this time, Suki's kind of like the voice of reason. Like she's the yes. last one to get involved in this, and she's right. the first one to be like, "Maybe this isn't a great idea. Maybe we made this crazy woman's husband kill her, or, <laughs> or something." It's our words. It's our thoughts. You know, she's right. trying to convince them that maybe mm-hmm. it's something they did, right? Yes. And she doesn't. Again. In a movie that is this long, there's no build-up to them now turning against Jack Nicholson. Literally, Suki's like, I don't think this is great. Susan Sarandon's like, come on, he's awesome. The ground breaks because they're all having thoughts. Because they're having words with each other. And then immediately, they they all ignore him. Immediately. That's it. Well, and they just, yeah, they just decide that this is, yeah, it's not going to work out because, (laughs) because people have died. Right. And, oh, I don't know, maybe he's kind of brainwashing them. So they decide, it's. but he makes it seem like they haven't talked to him for, di- like. Oh, yeah, for, I thought it was later on right? that day. Because he calls yeah. Cher when she's in bed and she's like, uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I'll talk to you later, bye. And he yeah. seems in a rage. Oh, he gets so pissed. <laughs> he's just screaming, Alexandra! Oh, this is also, after yelling at Alex, this is when he visits Suki, who now has uh, herpes. She won't let him in. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's very apologetic about it, though. I'm so sorry. I just can't. We can't she's do this. She's super nice. Her face is really gross. 
Yeah, she looks like she, I thought she got hit in the face. And it's pouring rain, and he's on her porch, but he's still getting soaking wet. And she won't invite him in even for the rain. She's like, no. No. And Jane's not at home either. No, but he leaves a bloody D on the door, doesn't he? Yeah. That's That's pretty. That's no way to leave a message. Yeah. Ladies, little tip out there. (laughs) If a guy writes his initial in blood on sheet music and then, like, mushes it against your front door, don't call him back. But Jane is the one that goes to visit him because Jane finds out some pretty big news when she goes to the doctor. Oh, yeah. Jane goes to the doctor and finds out she's preggos. Mm -hmm. And she's like, several times, you're sure? You're sure? You're not kidding? Because that's not been a strong suit for her. She can't really get pregnant, right? Um, She's the opposite of Suki. When she goes to him now, this is when he's watching their video on like 12 different TVs in front of him, right? So creepy. Yeah, the video he shot of them laying around talking. He's watching it on a (laughs) bunch of TVs. And he's eating some kind of like oh, roast, roasted pepper or something. Yeah. Like, what is he eating? It's like he's at a party in Lesson Zero just watching a bunch of TVs. <laughs> but he's sitting there and he doesn't see her come in. No. Oh, that's right. And I guess he's starting to get really angry watching this, which makes her turn old. What the hell is happening? He's watching this. And again, they're talking about, I think it's their biggest fears in this. Video. Oh, yes. And her biggest fear is time moving too fast and her aging. Cher's biggest fear is uh, snakes, waking up with snakes. And Michelle Pfeiffer's biggest fear is pain. Herpes? No, because then she gets like terrible, like right. stomach pains that she's hospitalized for and sweats a lot because of. And, and, um, yeah. I mean, Susan yeah. Sarandon's fear was well thought out by the writers. It was well thought out by the writers of this movie. And then they're like, I don't know, snakes and stomach pain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got to go to lunch. <laughs> but she's able to get out. And I guess because she turned old for a minute, she realizes that he's like a spooky, creepy monster man now. This is what finally kicks it right. for her. This is the final that makes her think, okay, yes. this is not right. And Alex, at this time, wakes up in a ton. Her bed has snakes her hair All has over. snakes in it. They're coming out of her hair. Her entire room is, it's not just the yeah. bed. They're on the floor. There's just uh-huh. snakes everywhere. She runs out, but Susan Sarandon is there to kind of find her and be like, all right, I know what we got to do. We're going to be okay. Let's go get the Sooks. And right. Suki is like doubled over in pain and has to be hospitalized. She's also being thrown around the house by an invisible force too. Because she'll be oh, like, yes. oh, and then she flies back against the wall. See, Which, that's why I thought that herpy was that she got beat up, but maybe, I guess not. I it just looks weird. It I don't. It does maybe look it weird. Was. All right, but anyway, she goes to the hospital. Her yes. her girlfriends go out there to see how she is. And they all reveal that they are pregnant. Oh, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. hmm Yeah. Now, at some point, Cher, I think it's when they're taking care of uh, Suki in pain. Cher is comforting Suki and is like, don't worry. I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to make it all. I'm going to figure yeah. this out make it all better. Um, so she goes to Jack, or to Jack Nicholson's house and... Um, He's ironing and watching the prices. Right? What the hell right? is he doing? He has 300 TVs in that room. He's got like one of those portable television sets and he yeah. has it on the steps and he's just ironing. 
Yeah, with a vigor. He's ironing, ironing oh, very Well, he also says he has to iron because they don't have any Chinese in this town. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's right. <laughs> the one and only time this movie gets kind of insanely racist and then yeah, just yeah. drops it. Then he throws a stellar tantrum for her, right? When she's insisting that they're not going to see him, at, right? Oh, it is and, just... And you have to help Suki, and he throws a tantrum, like, ridiculous. It's like if he yelled, you can't handle the truth, 300 times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when he's, like, he's stomping his feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's so strange. It's very exaggerated, yes. But... This is where, and I don't know oh. if we were meant to um, know that she had a plan or if we mm. were meant to think that she was now under his spell again, but she caves and has sex oh, with right. him, which then Suki immediately gets better. That's right. Like That's we then right. flash back to the hospital and she's like, I'm all great now. Yeah. Yeah. All better. Not yes. a pain left. Yeah. The sweating stops. Right. And they, of course... Hatch a scheme uh-huh. to pretend that they love him so much. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna, and they, he totally they, falls they for it. Them. Yeah, they, they, they dress themselves in lingerie. They're happy to be back together with him, and then they send him after romping around. They send him off to get bagels and breakfast for them. Right? Yes. Which is the perfect opportunity with him being gone. For them to make their candle voodoo doll. Right? Yeah, this is the part of the movie that should just be called Jack Nicholson Goes Shopping for Food. (laughs) He's getting ice cream and bagels. That's right, it's ice cream and bagels. Yeah, ice cream and bagels. The breakfast of champions. Well, I like when he goes to the one store and they don't have ice cream. So then he has to go to, like, the ice cream store to get ice cream. And he gets, like, those big barrels, like, that they keep the ice cream in at the stores. Again, weird wasted time in this mm. movie. Why does he go to two different stores? Just well, have the ice cream at the same store. You film it all in one location. We don't have to keep wasting time. But then when he's in the ice cream store is when he, he starts to get, they start to mess with the doll, right? So his arm, he starts to get some severe pains. and. So when he leaves, this is when they melt a bunch of candles and make, like, a wax effigy of him and start, you know, they're like, oh, he taught us how to do this. And like you said, this is when they find a book that we've never seen before. And so they, while he's out, they start doing stuff to this voodoo doll, like jabbing needles in it. And he is, again, just flipping out. He goes full Jack. He goes full crazy Jack. He takes a scoop, I think a hand scoop of the ice cream. He shoves his arm through the glass <laughs> and into a giant bucket of ice uh-huh. cream. And I love how the guy working there is like, hey, you okay? Should I like, yeah. should I call the, do I need to call anybody? You all right, man? Are you okay? <laughs> He's like, it's just ice cream. It's not that big a deal. But the girls, oh, and then they get, so besides the candle. Right, they're not done, right. They have the feathers, right, that they now right. start blowing around to, um, which I guess they get the feathers from a pillow or something. I don't know, because he's coughing out feathers in the middle of the street. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, it gets yeah. really windy and feathers are blowing all over. Oh, no. Now no. he goes to the church. He goes right? to the Before ch- he goes home to them, he goes to the church. That's he right. He goes to the church where he mm-hmm. then barfs all over the place. Oh, yeah. He does the cherry barfing. Right. He literally pukes on a family. <laughs> These little kids are sitting there, and he turns and throws up all over them. Oh, that's right in their lap, right? Doesn't he go right into their lap? And he's just, because he'll throw up, and then he talks, and there's goo all over his face. It is really disgusting. (laughs) At one point, he takes, But he goes, this is another time when he talks and talks and goes uh, on and on, and you just lose what he's saying because he's so Nicholson about it, I guess. He's so... At one point, he takes like a guy's little <laughs> handkerchief out of his pocket and like oh, yeah, wipes he and, and then gives it back to and the and then dude, gives yeah. it back to him and then starts talking and throws up again. Oh. It is, it's so I didn't know there'd be this much weird vomit in this movie. <laughs> you didn't mentally prepare. No, because it, it's all mm-hmm. soupy and oh, it's oh, I don't know. That really bothered me. It's gross. I got to tell you, the the vomiting is gross in this. And I think because it's chunky, too. He's not even back to them yet. Because now is when he gets in the car. He drives. Oh, yeah. And they do more shit to him. The dog steals the voodoo doll. Oh, yeah. And starts shaking Uh, it around. That's right. And then he gets. flies out the windshield of Mm -hmm, the car. mm -hmm. (sighs) He gets roughed up quite a bit. Quite a bit. But he's still on his way home. Yep. They clean up. They go crazy cleaning up and making sure it looks like they're just, huh, just hanging out, reading books, and shares eating a banana. And yeah, that's I love what how they're, they're like, doing. In when- case it didn't work, let's clean up and act natural. Share, here's a banana. Like he didn't just get the voodoo crap kicked out of him mm-hmm. while he was in town. No. Well, he comes in and he is literally a holy terror, right? Oh, yeah. He's really... And he chases them around. Like, literally... He's huge. Runs, there's a chase scene. There's a yeah, foot chase yeah. through this giant house. Oh, my God. The doll God. breaks, right? The doll Doesn't breaks. the doll get broken? Which I thought it, would kill him. Kill him, yeah. You would think he would shatter as well. It doesn't. No. He, he throws Susan Sarandon, like... Does he throw her off the balcony, or does she fall off the balcony? I think she... And then they just start laughing, and laughter saves yeah, yeah. them. Like laughter, yeah. Well, that's what they tell her. Down. Laugh. <laughs> yes. You have to laugh. laugh Even if Jeannie, it's a laugh. fake laugh, and you don't mean it, make those sounds because apparently that'll save your life. It makes you able to levitate. I guess Giggling again makes you stuff we were not told earlier. Not privy to. No. Not privy to. And how do they know these? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they read the book really fast. I don't. Well, they finally get the doll. What, into the fire, right? Yeah, something happens. And we think he's going to disappear, but then he's outside. This is when he turns into that weird caterpillar thing, right? I thought he was like a giant or something. Like, it's bad visual effects. It it doesn't even look like Jack Nicholson. No. It just looks like like a a big mound of clay with ears. And it's it's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's the... Dumbest way to end this movie. Yeah, and to, to kill and to him. Kill him. Right, yeah, I agree. Yes. I agree. It was a bad way to kill him. And then we get 
a little 18 months later, right. um, we got three baby boys in a bathtub. One has red hair, one has brown hair, one has blonde hair. We know whose kids they are. They live in the, his house. They think of him often, or they think they all do think of him. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you miss him? Yeah, I kind of miss him. Do you <sighs> wish he was here? Sometimes I wish he was there. This guy was like, he killed people and brainwashed you. Like, this is really strange. I agree. Like, this is, you know, spousal abuse. Like, this is Yeah, that. this is like, yeah, this is like the victim. Yes. Just it, needing more. They, they, they're still so, always the victim. Oh, it's yeah. so upsetting and it's so weird. I know. But I love how that weird, creepy, tall guy is still living with them. He's like their nanny now. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's, <laughs> he's made, they've made him part of the home. That's right. The weird butler dude or whatever. Yeah. And then, but then the last scene, right, is where the, yes, we end, super cheesy, where he is now on, there's, they still Ugh. keep the TV room with the 11, 12 <laughs> TV screens. Well, you don't give and, a room like that off. That's kind of well, cool. Well, I guess not. And Jack Nicholson's now on there kind of luring the babies to him. And the babies come to him, and he's like, all right, follow me. And then uh, the, the women walk in and shut off the TV with a giant remote. I know it's the 80s, but that remote was huge. That was a huge – well, it has to power all those TVs. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. But it is the most strange, anticlimactic uh, ending. And then it's over. Because I was ready. When they turned off the TVs and it cut to black, I didn't think we were going to go back to a new scene but I was ready for one clever one-liner, whether yeah. it was him or one or of them, them or right. so, no mm-hmm. roll credits. Or Felicia, that yeah. is how it ends. Felicia, and that's the end. <laughs> that's the end of this movie, and yeah. it's so crazy it's... that that's how this movie ends. And why was it so long? Like two hours. I couldn't like imagine. I couldn't believe it when I saw it was two hours. I was like, oh, okay. Well, this must be something. And about halfway through, I was like, holy shit, I have to no, sit through that much again. it's just a lot of again. shouting and, and these <sighs> long monologues that kind of, I guess, if you really read it or listened to it, like there's a, there's a lot that's said about um, the female and the male dynamic, but it's the way it's – he's always shouting it, like right. you said, or just Nicholsoning I, it You're up. right. I could see if it was written in a book and you were reading it, yes, maybe it would mean something, but you're so focused on him – spitting and flailing around while he says all this stuff. He could be saying anything and it wouldn't matter. And maybe reading about cherry vomit is very different than watching all the cherry vomit happen. I'm just thinking maybe that. It reminded me of, do you remember for a while in uh, Saturday Night Live, they used to have these sketches where people would go hook and they'd put their hand up and there'd be like a hose (laughs) Under that would wrist. spray out. That would yeah, spray. yeah. Every time she was throwing up, I was like, that's just a hose because <laughs> it was going across the room. I know. She did do some great projectiles. My favorite was her crotch dance. I think that was my <laughs> Yeah, her crotch dance and when he was feeding her. I really enjoyed both oh, yeah. of those scenes <laughs> so much. And when she screams horse in the church. Horse, horse and dildos. 
Again, make her the pastor. That would be great if she was giving a sermon and just started yelling that so much better. Yeah, and then a, a town where there was like a female heavy influence, female pastors, female right. witches. And then this dude comes in. Give us a little more no, but of that. Every like every moment. This movie has its, like, boot on the necks of women. This movie is so... It was just kind of sad to watch. Yeah. And it was sad to watch these great female actors in this movie. Like, reading this and, I guess, agreeing to do this based on the script. Yeah, that's the thing. They seem to... I thought maybe they were sold on a different version of it or... Because, again, when I, I... Yeah. So, I guess... I guess your final thoughts. My final thoughts is this might be one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. The worst. On this. Wow. And I know we say that a lot, but, like, I know how you feel when you watch Chopping Mall. When I was watching this movie, (laughs) I was like, I guess this is how Jamie feels during Chopping Mall. The whole thing just felt unpleasant to me. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. So, what about, is that your opinion? Uh, Yeah, mine isn't quite as severe. It wasn't the worst. I mean, I enjoyed seeing Cher, and I enjoyed the character, like the, not the character, I enjoyed the the actresses, I guess. Right. I don't particularly care for Michelle Pfeiffer. I just never have. Not that she's not a good actress. She's just not a fave of mine. She was kind of the least interesting character in this movie, which is weird, but yeah. Well, the most interesting is, I think, hands down, Felicia. But, um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't love it, and I feel like there's other which I, I was excited to watch it because I like the uh, there was other witchy movies like even the cheesy Hocus Pocus and then the movie The Craft. I mean, they're '90s, but they're. I thought it was going to be a witch the movie. The witches with Angelica yeah. Houston. That yeah, that scared me when I was younger. That was a terrifying movie. But that is not what this presented no. at all. And it didn't even, it wasn't even enough of a goofy, like, um, like d- till d- death becomes her kind of cheesy, funny. It didn't even have a, that kind of a feel. So, I mean, I didn't hate it like you did. It could have yeah. easily been death becomes her. Yeah. But it didn't. No. It didn't, it didn't really. Do and there was only me. one victim, which is weird, but I'm not saying they need to kill more people, but. Other than Felicia, no one in this town seemed to be affected by this guy or showing cared. up. Or cared, yeah, no. Mm-mm. I know. All right, well, no. did this movie, uh, do you have a recommendation? Well, I wanted to know if your recommendation was what I think it is. I mean, if you're staying on the on the mode of witches. No, it wasn't. I didn't, oh, go, okay. I didn't go witch movie. Did you go witch oh, movie? Okay. I did go witch okay. movie, I did. It's a 2006 The Love Witch with Samantha Robinson. Um, she's like a modern day witch that puts this kind of love spell on men that she meets. It's really kind of kitschy the way it's done. It's, it's a 2016, it's a recent movie, but it's, um, it's done in like a sixties, late sixties, early seventies kind of style. Right. Okay. I've seen, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've seen it on like Amazon prime or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that's always, where you see it. Is it recommended for you? It's always telling me to watch it, but I don't you know, know what? You should. I know. I it should seems, watch it then. Yeah, it okay. seems like something that maybe would. Yeah, but I think you'll. I think you'll like it. I get yeah. burned all the time with Netflix and Amazon telling me to You're watch like, stuff. You're like, don't suggest that what? to me. Well, then I'll watch stuff and I'll be like, why? I don't like this. It's bad. Like I'll watch ten movies, and yeah. nine of them I 
don't understand why it's telling me. And then the tenth will be amazing, and I'm so glad uh, I watched so it. So I just yeah. never know what to do. You never know. <laughs> right. Well, maybe I can help out. I can help the odds on that. My recommendation mm-hmm. is because this movie starred three women. My recommendation is the Robert Altman movie, Three Women, uh, starring Sissy Spacek and Shelley Duvall. Uh, it's an old movie from the 70s. Yeah, 70s. Um, but there's, unlike this movie, the main motivation is not a man at all. It's it's about these two, even though it's called Three Women, it's about these two female characters. And I don't want to say it's like single white female because I kind of give stuff away. But it's like. But there a, is a little bit. Yeah, it's like this sort of hero worship that kind of devolves into weird obsession. But it's a it's a really great movie. They're wonderful in it, too. Those two actresses are yes, phenomenal. Exactly. Yeah. So that is my recommendation. I don't Good. think that's what I was hoping for, but by the end of this, I was like, oh, I wish I had just watched Three Women again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh. So in two weeks, Jamie. Yeah. In two that's weeks, right. first of all, in two weeks, I got to work on an impression because it's. Sean Connery's birthday. Oh, Sean Connery. And I'm sure if I really tried, I could do a Sean... uh, I can't even do the ashes. I think you can. The ashes. The greatest (laughs) James Bond ever. No, this is not good. This is not good. But I will work on it for next week because are we going to do his triumphant return to James Bond? In Never Say Never Again. No. Are we going to do the film that he won an Academy Award for? The Untouchables? No. 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 Are, we, are we going to do the movie where he plays a time-traveling swordsman? Highlander? That's excellent. We're going to do Highlander. <laughs> this is as good as it's going to get with the- with the impression yeah. as well. I feel like somebody put a bar of soap in Sean Connery's mouth for I, cursing. I don't feel good about this. I don't you'll feel good about this. You'll get there. You'll get there. You're going to watch Highlander and you're going to oh. – you'll get there. I feel oh, good about Oh, man. It. All right. Yes, we're going to watch Highlander. Excellent. Which is a movie about him – like I said, I think he's like a time-traveling swordsman and I think he's Spanish, which is very strange. <laughs> Not quite Zorro the Gay Blade, though, right? Oh, well, nobody is Zorro the Gay Blade. <laughs> All right, I got to work on that Sean Connery impression before next right. week. No, I expect two big weeks things. from now. Two yes. weeks. You've got two weeks to hone the craft. So two weeks from now, that's the movie we're going to cover. Watch Highlander. Check it out. There's a chance there's no women in this movie. I don't. Oh, right? Is there any? I don't know. Well, I think they made three or four of them, so I'm sure it's going to be great. It's epic. I like it. Justify two or three more movies. (laughs) All right, everybody. We'll talk to you in two weeks as I polish my Sean Connery impression so it doesn't sound so (laughs) stilted and painful. Yeah. All right. We will talk to you then. That's when. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.